service desk, where we help users help themselves. I'm Kim, and I'm Andrew. How are you tonight? Well, I'm doing all right. It's been a, a pretty good week. It's things are busy at work, but it's getting a lot better. So, what about you? Busy as always. This week we get a rearrange in our room. We have uh, shuffled workers, so now we have an extra person. And they previously had us in kind of semi-cubicle, but the room locked, so we had a bunch of equipment. Now, we're going to have higher walls because we all talk on the phone. And so all day tomorrow, they'll be doing that. So, yeah, it's going to be kind of crazy. And I, I don't know how I th- didn't think about this. I must have blocked it out of my mind. <laughs> but when you mentioned shuffling around, uh, we've had construction next to us, like directly next to my cube all week. Oh. So I've been trying to speak with users while grinding, stripping, floor buffing, and uh, laying up paint fumes has been going on. Ooh, yeah. that's real fun. There's been moments where users or myself have just hung up on people. Because we just can't hear each other. Yeah, I mean, you do what you can, but it's yeah. just crazy. So I'm glad that's I'm glad that's kind of winding down now. That's been a, a no fun kidding. <laughs> but I have exciting news on the Alexa front. Oh, good. I was wondering, has she been laughing at you? <sighs> she hasn't been laughing at me, unfortunately. Because I really want a creepy dystopian future where a girl laughs in my bedroom. I'll leave it at that. Alexa hasn't been laughing, but she has been activating. And it's been interesting because... Oh, she is listening to me right now. I can see the lights on the the device. But I've been listening to (laughs) lots of uh, movies, and she just activates randomly without her name being said. And that is a little creepy. Because I know when she does that, uh, she's been listening to everything. Oh, good. I mean, she listens all the time That's true. anyway. Well, but. I something interesting about Alexa specifically is there is a chip built into the device that specifically listens for Alexa. Sure. And if it doesn't hear it, it doesn't activate. But now we've said it a So bunch. many different times. Yeah. So... <laughs> Whereas, I don't know if that's the same with Google, but I do know that that's why you can't change the hotkey or, like, the keyword on your Alexa device. Because it's, like, built into the hardware specifically to listen for that. Sure. That makes sense. So, what news do you have for me, Andrew? Well, something kind of on topic uh, with what we talked about last week and this week. Okay. Is uh, Microsoft is going to be adding ransomware protection in OneNote and Outlook. Oh, I don't know. That'll be handy. I don't know if you remember what I um one of the situations I brought up last week was someone had an automatic backup set up, mm-hmm. and all of the files that got backed up automatically had the ransomware in it. So when they tried to get their backup online, it automatically just gave them the virus again. Right. So now Microsoft is going to have kind of a rollback feature where you're able to see your like file history. Uh, up to a month ago. Oh. And additionally, into that, if it notices ransomware-like things, mm-hmm. it's going to send you a message on your phone. Oh. Yeah, so that's exciting. Here's hoping. Yeah. And then um, something that's a little more serious in my mind, I suppose, and it'll be interesting to see where this goes, is since we last talked, uh, it was announced that 
Facebook has been doing some sort of spying on some people, so to speak. Of course it has. The interesting thing is we've all kind of just agreed to this without knowing. You know, it's one of those things where you just hit, okay, 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 okay. There's too much to read. We can't possibly know what all (laughs) we're signing away. Exactly. Uh, It turned out it wasn't for everybody, but it was for a, a good portion of the amount of people out there. But the exciting thing I'm hoping for is that with such a large profile company having permissions being enabled by default that some people, most people, would not like. Sure. We'll start to see a move to have... uh, But we'll see how many people realize that that's happening. For all their other apps. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's the nice thing about, like, Android is that, you know, when you install something, you have to check off each, you know, individual permission that you want your app to have. It's kind of annoying, but good, yes. I think we've been handheld a little bit too much as an IT guy, because, you know, just saying, yes, I want it on my device, you know, maybe I don't want, you know, my calculator app to have camera functionality. Right. Yes. You know? (laughs) Well, and it surprises me sometimes the things that an app will ask to do. Like, I don't... OneNote was one that was like, I want to use your camera and your microphone and all that. And I was like, wait, what? Why is... No? Well, I can can kind of understand that. Because with OneNote, you can, like, use your camera to take pictures and save it in your OneNote. Sure. Like, uh... Yeah. Whereas with like a calculator or. um, (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Anything along those lines, there's really no need for something like that. Right. But and if you wanted to, you could have said no to the camera and then you just wouldn't have been able to use that function of OneNote. So that's why I like the the hopeful movement towards people getting a little wiser towards permissions. Yes. And I tend to default to no until I actually want to use that feature of whatever app so that's me exactly paranoid perhaps but (laughs) hopefully safer and speaking of safer how about we move on to our topic this week right last week we really depressed everyone with our malware rundown (laughs) Mm -hmm. one of the things is that a lot of times you don't really know do you have malware is it just your computer being funny, whatever. So how do you know if you have malware, Andrew? Well, one of the first things that I look for, and whenever I get on any computer, even if it's not one that I'm being paid to look at, Ditto. I basically just open up the web browser. You look to see what page opens up. If it's something that's trying to, like some weird search engine, like, googlegobble.com <laughs> that's like some knockoff Google or some like coupon clipping site or uh, and then at the very top if there's lots of toolbars that are trying to get you to use certain search engines. Right. Those are the first things I look for. Or even once you get in there and it kind of looks normal like maybe they just have a weird predilection for whatever search site When you go to search, sometimes it'll send you somewhere weird that you don't actually get the search results. You get a bunch of junk pop-ups, whatever. 
And a lot of the times those pop-ups or ads that you might get kind of are really intrusive. They're not they're not where the website creator had intended them to be because they're not their ads. They're being injected or put into the website by that program. So it could just be an ad that's just in the middle of the paragraph that you're reading. Yeah. And also it will usually then show up every page. It's not just on one weird website. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's kind of, you know, what you would see in a web browser. Uh, If you were to look on like your desktop, um, if you didn't open the internet, uh, what would be some ways you could check to see if you have a virus or malware? Uh, The malware that I love to hate is the kind that tries to tell you that it's some kind of antivirus on its own. And it will very, very obtrusively tell you, you have a virus. There's 53 things wrong with your computer. Please come to whatever driver update optimizer virus 2018. (laughs) And... Click on our stuff and buy all our software. We're going to clean it up for you. Mm-hmm. And then along those lines, you know, if you see those pop up and you go to try and use something that you've used before, that's not working right to try and get rid of it. Like if you go to open up Task Manager to, to shut down that program, if you go to try and connect to your own antivirus and it's not opening up or if it's just not starting Mm -hmm. very very bad signs of what's happening on your computer some other things kind of still within a browser situation is is if your um like your facebook posts are suddenly things you don't remember posting or like people getting emails from you that are like hey this is a site go to it for some reason that can also be a sign that your computer is infected Mm -hmm. and then finally just to kind of close things up if you are unable to get to things that you're used to as well or tools that you know will help you out like malwarebytes if you try and go to malwarebytes.org or if you try and go to download a Microsoft uh, fix or something like that, and you're being redirected to somewhere that's not where you went, that's a big problem. That's that's a pretty good sign that you've been infected as well. Right. Or it'll like let you go there, but then you can't actually download anything, or you can't run what you download. Bad, bad deal. <laughs> and because a lot of these things are so internet focused because so much of what we do nowadays is through our internet browsers what would be probably one of your first steps that you'd want to do if you wanted to go ahead and try and solve or remove these malware pieces so if it's especially just like the redirect or the annoying ads on every page you can reset your browser so that means you're clearing out all the extra extensions you're clearing out any of the extra stuff that it would have installed or redirected or what have you. So depending on which browser you use, the set, the reset is a little different. I encourage you to Google this because it changes very quickly. Google, just within the last few updates, 
moved it, and I was super confused one day. <laughs> Not only that, but when you go to do the reset, it can be a little confusing too because there may be multiple choices of things to reset. Oh yeah. Or it may just have like two different options where you are asked if you want to delete personal settings. Or do a not delete personal settings, basically. And I would encourage you, if you're at the point where you think you need to reset, just bite the bullet and delete personal settings. The worst thing that happens when you do that is having to re-enter all your passwords. Which is good, because if you've already been infected, it's a good idea to change everything regardless. Mm -hmm. And if you're using that password manager you already know them and can reset them easily because <laughs> you were ahead of the game and a smart user indeed <laughs> a next step to do because not all malware lives exclusively in your browser and even if it does a good way to remove it is to download or run a malware searching and destroying program such as Malwarebytes. It will go through and it will look in all of your different, the, the most hard hitting areas. It's constantly getting updates. So all the new things that you don't even know about that we don't know about, it's looking for. Mm -hmm. But it is a usually a an on-demand scanner. So unlike your antivirus, which is constantly running, looking for things that are running in the background or trying to download as it works, uh, this is something that's going to go and only really run when you want it to. Exactly. And they, I don't fully understand what all it does, but it will look at like your startup stuff. It looks at your files. It looks at, I'm really not sure what the heuristic analysis does, <laughs> but that's a thing that it catches a lot during. Yeah, I'm not really too sure what that is. I think it's looking just kind of to see things that are off. I it's it's kind of above my pay grade. Yeah. Yes. So, it will probably find quite a bit if you're experiencing bad issues. And then it will have you quarantine. So, do that and then usually a restart is good after you've done that. And we've said the name a couple times because it's it's honestly probably one of the better options out there. But it is Malwarebytes. Uh, that's what I always suggest uh, whenever I travel anywhere. I have it on a flash drive. Yes. Just in case I can't download it. But for your own case, uh, just Malwarebytes.org or Malwarebytes.com and go there. When you download it the first time, you'll be given the option to do a free trial. No harm in doing that. Just know that it'll squawk at you when it's done ask you to update. Yes. And if you use it and don't have any other protection, uh, sorry, Windows, Defender, I don't really count. So if you don't have anything else you've paid for, buy that one. It's pretty good at being on top of all that stuff. It is. And it's definitely worth your, worth your money. Especially if you're prone to such things. It will give you um, a warning when you go to a website and say, don't do it. And then you're, you're safe, hopefully. <laughs> so then they also have a few other tools that if you've had a bad infection, you've done the cleanup, you've cleaned up your browser, there's also another one called ADW Cleaner that it 
goes a little deeper and it cleans up different pieces of the adware that for some reason malware doesn't malware bytes doesn't catch it all. So it just does a little bit different of a scan. And do you ever use the junkware removal tool, Andrew? I've actually never heard of that one. Really? That is a new one to me. I will be looking that up after we get done here. Ooh, I'm teaching you. <laughs> so this is from my uh, personal issues. So part of the reason I even became a tech was, oh gosh, five, seven years ago, my husband, sorry, honey, I'm telling on you, he got some kind of malware and I had time and enough knowledge and a second laptop to Google. So I went through and I just by the skin of my teeth and sweat of my brow, <laughs> I cleaned it up and it took a, a long time. Because I was searching and then downloading the flash drives and running it on his computer. And then it wasn't working. And so I'd have to go back and research more. And this is when I discovered Bleeping Computer. And it's amazing. If you go to their forums, they have so many tutorials. That's what helped me clean up his computer. And while I was there, I learned about this tool called the Junkware Removal Tool. It is a, I don't even know what all extra it looks for, but Malwarebytes for a temporary time had both absorbed the ADW okay. cleaner and the Junkware Removal Tool. JRT is the way it's abbreviated. So that junkware removal tool is really handy for like a third pass catching extra stuff. I've used it a lot in the really bad infections. Like if I get to ADW cleaner and it only catches a couple things, I'll just let it go. But if it's still catching a lot, I'll run the third one. And then it's usually pretty clean. Well, I'll definitely have to check that out. There may be something, like, with a malware infection, once you've cleaned it, a lot of times it will mess with settings, because that's what the malware did. And so once you clean it up, the settings are still messed up, so you have to kind of go back in and fix them. <laughs> Finally, when it comes to malware, and really any viruses, uh, a good place to just kind of clean things up on your computer is to delete the temp files. It's going to be a little bit different, a little bit uh, different steps based on what version of Windows you have. <laughs> the best thing I can suggest is just to use your phone. If you can't, use your computer and just go out and Google or search or ask how to delete temp files. And then just follow the instructions on there. Mm -hmm. And usually it's like C, users, whatever your name for the user on the computer is. And then it'll take you through a string of hidden files and stuff. So it's a little advanced, so you may want to ask for help. But it's very handy to clean up because that's where they hide. Yep. And then uh, we kind of indicated to it earlier, but I mentioned that Malwarebytes was an on-demand only scanner. So it's only going to really run, mm -hmm. unless you buy the pro version, uh, when you want it to run. If you wanted something to kind of watch your computer, act as like a security guard, uh, what would be some good options for people? I personally use, I'm going to mispronounce this, it's S-Set, it's E-S-E-T. And 
I use it because it has what's called a small footprint. A footprint is how much space it takes and how much of your computing power and mm -hmm. things that it uses as it's running. Three years ago was when I was really researching. And that time, it was the smallest but most comprehensive antivirus that was out there so that's why i went with it how about you well i actually pay well i've been using some free f coupons that i've gotten from a vendor because i'm an it pro but i use webroot and i'm really happy with it oh i've heard some good things it's uh for me i'm a gamer and it, it's a very low resource uh, scanner so it's not taking up a lot of background and if it finds something it won't pop up in front of games or things that i have that are full screen so it's kind of runs in the background and i know what to look for um i think if you actually buy a computer through best buy you'll actually get some free months of it encourage you to give it a shot if you ever want to i like it uh, if it wasn't for webroot though i think sophos has a free antivirus that I used to use, and I was happy with that as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, I used to use AVG and Avast. I've used both of those in the past when I didn't want to pay, and I paid. It was it was not good. <laughs> it, they're not. I, I would say they're better than nothing. Um, if True. I were to choose one, I would probably do uh, AVG myself. Um, but like you, I've used both of them. Mm -hmm. uh, they're always going to be asking you to upgrade. Yes. It, they're always going to be asking you to do this, get the next tier, and they're always going to be kind of popping up saying, good news, your computer's not infected, or good news, you can do this to get better speeds. Yes. Uh, as long as you don't fall for their attempts to try and upsell you, if you can put up with it, go ahead and do it. Yeah, and like you said, it's better than nothing, so... Uh, the ones I wouldn't recommend um, right now, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on around Kapersky, Kaspersky. I never know how to say Kapersky. it. Kapersky. It's another fun word. Yeah. I think the government's actually disallowed it on any of their computers. That does not surprise me. I've heard stories of, I'm sorry if this is liable. Maybe I shouldn't say it. Anyway, <laughs> it's a Russian-based company. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> it, it's all about just uh, minimizing your risk. And um, I find other tools to do an easier job. Yes. And then there's like Norton 360. Or is it still 360? Anyway, Norton, they are pretty good. They tend to be a little bit more resource heavy, but they do a good job of keeping their database up to date. So that's a good thing. And most of these will use, it's kind of like crowdsourced protection almost. They look at all the, the threats that are out there and then they talk about like how they can kind of use it to see what's being attacked and what needs to be protected. And then they get a more real-time feel for attacks as they're happening through the world so that's good and then um some of the other big ones you might hear about like bitdefender mcafee gosh okay so mcafee comes free a lot of times on whatever bloatware infested machines you might get yeah i see it a lot when you buy it from walmart or yeah places like that yep i've actually had machines where Somebody got the free McAfee 
web advisor or safe search or something. And I had to run Revo uninstaller to get rid of it. Really? And then it still screwed up something with the Internet Explorer that they needed. And it was... Uh... Wow. So, I'm biased. No, a lot of these are made so you get them on your computer and it's worth more just uh, bite the bullet and buy their services versus trying to remove them. Almost, yeah. yeah. It's it's not fun. Don't do that. Well, I think that kind of clears uh, a lot of that up there. Yeah, and as always, whatever you do at our advice is your own action. We highly recommend that you go do your own research. Yeah, go to places like Bleeping Computer or just kind of Google. And I would say stick within the top three results and you're probably going to be golden. As long as they're not the ad results. Yes. Yes, 100%. So how's that website coming? Well, it's uh, it's coming quite well. I think we're pretty much, uh, as of this show, I hope that you can go out and see it. Excellent. And... Where, if they wanted to, would they see the site? It's servicedeskpodcast.com. And then you can see us on Facebook still. I've been dropping little bits of information and some of the stuff we'll talk about. Like, I'll probably post some links for you for how to reset a current version of Google and Firefox Ah, and all that. So... We'll put some of those resources out there for you on facebook.com slash service desk podcast. And then I'm active on our Twitter account at service desk pod. Or if you want to talk to me personally, I'm really into D&D recently. So at Mets girl is my personal handle. <laughs> Millennials. <laughs> Email us at servicedeskpodcast at gmail.com and we'll create a ticket in our system. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm Andrew. I'm Kim. We're your techie friends. Yes.